Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh yeah, I hope you're ready to bang your head on this episode of Dim Vinyl Boys. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. This week we decided to do a band that was formed in California, but most members are, are Arbanian. And it's going to rock today. One word that comes to mind when I think of this band, System of a Down, is unique. Very unique band. They shared a passion for music, for metal, creativity, and politics. And this week we are doing their album, Toxicity. Excited to do this week's Vinyl Boys, brought to you by Factor Meals. That's right. Meals delivered right to your doorstep. Heated up in two minutes or less. It's like rock and roll, baby. Yeah! Fast I love it. and delicious. In your face! Let's introduce you to Dim Vinyl Boys. We've got Ramo G, the OG of DJs and rockers. What's up, man? How you doing? You never heard of this band, obviously, because <laughs> when we were all before the show going, Wake up! <laughs> never. You were like, what, what the hell are you guys doing? Never. Never. It, this is my first, uh, I, my initiation into the world of, what the hell are they called again? System, System of a Down. Down. That's them. Uh, Memphis, you actually at one point recommended this album. I did. Happy New Year, you music listening tours. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. The band so really kicks ass, and there's a great story behind the band, and of course, we'll try to tell it the best we can. We've got DJ Tomcat in the house. What, Hello. Are, you, what are your thoughts about System of a Down? Well, I love this kind of music. I can't pretend that I'm a big System of a Down fan. I don't know a lot about System of a Down, but again, I know that song, of course. Wake up! And, uh, you know, I love this kind of music, so I'm into it. The album that we're doing today, Toxicity, the second studio album from the American heavy metal band, System of a Down. Uh, And um, they released this album on September 4th, 2001. And when you think of that date, what do you think of? September 4th, 2001, very close to... 9-11. That's right. I'm glad you're keeping up, Memphis. September the 4th, 2001, this album comes out. Next thing you know, the planes go into the buildings in New York. And so it's kind of a time in our our history, one of the darkest moments in American history coincide with this album. I'm sure they were listening to, again, not to be crazy, but I'm sure they were listening to this in the tanks when they were rolling over to Iraq after 9-11. Yeah. Because this is that kind of music. Yeah. Uh, Let's get into it. Drop the needle on the record on this episode of Dim Vinyl Boys. We are doing Toxicity, System of a Down uh, from September of 2001. And here we go. Mm-hmm. L- love that sound, baby. <laughs> Starts very right angry. Out the gate. Yeah, just comes in angry. One hit. Bye-bye. Dude, 
shit gets you hype, man, right away. <laughs> They're trying to build a prison, is what he's saying. Yeah, it's prison songs, man. I, I said unique when I think of this band. I also think of resistance when I think of this band. Yeah. They had like a resistance from hate, resistance from injustice, resistance from fascism. They were a very political band. Very. Kind of rage against the machinist. Yeah, I, totally. I can see where they They've, got inspired by that. They brought that up. That, 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 that was one of their inspirations, as a matter of fact. It's awesome, I like it. So you're hearing the lead singer Serge Tankian. His grandparents escaped during the World War uh, One, and luckily for them, and luckily for us, we wouldn't have had System of a Down if they would have uh, been a part of the Armenian Genocide. Yeah. Happened back in 1915, about 1.2 million Armenian people were killed. And so his grandparents, Serge, the lead singer, his grandparents were around to tell the story about what happened Who back killed in the early 1900s. In World War One, ah, complete genocide of the Armenian people, 1.2 million, and people talk about the Palestinians now. Not too far away, Turkey is uh, in the Middle East, yes, right? Yeah, yep. it's right over there. So it sounds like these problems, as we've been saying, been going on for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. Thousands, thousands. Yeah, as long as we've been keeping records. This song uh, debuted at number one in America. I can see. Like, this song is hella dope, man, because it's, it's very hard, but, I mean, it's got, like, a little slight hip-hop feel to it, you know what I mean, with the way his cadence is going with its lyrics and whatnot. You know, it definitely makes you want to do some wild shit. Like jump out of an airplane. Album sold what three million copies? Wow, a lot. And back then, this is 2001. Internet's kind of just getting started. Nobody's really doing too much on the internet, so you're selling copies of records like hand to hand, the way old school style copies. Napster was not around at the time. Three million solid copies. Yeah, no streaming. I had to do that. I just felt the need. This next song is one of my favorites, by the way. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I feel like I've heard these songs before, but I've never heard this band before. Yeah. And saying that, what I'm saying is that it sounds like to me, it sounds like Queen meets like metal music and Slayer and Metallica. Yeah. Well, but I'm talking about the message. The, oh, the message, message is itself, there. like it's 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 saying the same thing that other kids from less fortunate families are saying. So it's not always a cultural thing. It's it's a social, you know. How much money you make? Where are you coming from? How you living? Right. There was some fate with this band to have a clip from their uh, the bass player, Shabo. 
he talks about, which it is kind of ironic that three of the four members all went to the same elementary school, but not at the same time. Here's a clip from Shavo. We all met sort of jamming through other bands at studios, and um, the coincidence is that three of us went to the same elementary school at different times. And I guess Darren and I knew of Serge, but Serge didn't know of us because he was older. We met later on, we all chose music as, as our careers, and we all were jamming in bands, and we were all rehearsing in Burbank. And it was a studio, and we all met, and we were like, hey, weren't you that guy that went to that school? Yeah, and that's how we met, and sort of a band broke up, and another band started, and then that band broke up, and another band started, and all that spawned System of a Down. No. It's kind of wild. Three guys different ages go to an elementary school in Armenia and then later in life they find each other in Burbank that's absolute, California that's crazy it's like serendipity wild super wild serendipity mm-hmm. and then we get this album which is amazing this second shit. album this is their second album yeah. yeah the first album was actually a self-titled album uh, system over down they have a really good story about how they made it starting from the bottom you know started from the bottom and now they're here sure because when they started out they were in various bands like like they said but when they formed in 1995 what put them on the map was this demo tape they did a demo tape and they got so many pressings and they put it it was only available at this record store called backside records in burbank california was the only place that you could buy this album they were, they were trying to get gigs, but nobody was hiring them because nobody really got it. You know, it was just, at least the promoters didn't. They had a little bit of a following from fans and friends, but people, when they would first hear this, be like, what is this? It's like, more like comedy than you know it who? is music. Rick Rubin produced this song. Yes. Isn't that Rick, crazy? There he is again. Rick, yeah. Rick Rubin <laughs> produced all the albums for, for this band, but... The way, and he's the one that really put them on. But the way that they got their first break so that Rick Rubin could even see them, one of the members, Darren, I believe it was, worked at a bank, and he was trying to get them gigs. But nobody would give him gigs. Nobody would give him gigs. But they finally get this record at Backside Records, and they ended up having all their friends and family go like raid the store so that they could sell the store out. So there was a little story there. Oh, the album is only, this demo tape is only available in one location, and the location's getting bombarded. So they created a story there. Then the promoter finally tells him, we'll put you on here at the Roxy Theater, which is a legendary place in Hollywood, yep. if you can sell 75 tickets. You have to sell 75 tickets to your show, then we'll talk about putting you on. So they went out and sold 150 tickets. And they said they had to hustle, they had to get friends, they had to get family, they had to get their cult. 150 people to buy the tickets. So then they get put on at the Roxy. And when they first go on stage, there's only 30 people in the club. Only 30 of the 150 Damn. tickets they sold showed up. Hey, they, they, he, Did they, they said 75, it? though. You sold them. But they, they, uh, they, I guess they get into like their second song. And all of a sudden, the, pa- the, the club packs out. Oh, yeah. Just while they're on stage. Then when they quit, everybody leaves. Oh, <laughs> then, then they get another gig at the Viper Room, and then mm, that, that's where Rick Rubin sees them. I have a clip here. This is Rick Rubin talking about really discovering this band and putting them on. I remember seeing going to see them the first time I went to see them play. They played at the Viper Room in L.A. It was packed, and uh, it's, you know, 200 people. And, um, and I remember watching the show and just laughing 
I laughed the whole time. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen, but in a good way. It wasn't like <laughs> laughing, like, what a joke. It was just so over the top and so extreme and um, Armenian folk dancing with heavy metal riffs and, um, you know, wild political lyrics and screaming. It was just, it was crazy music. And System of a Down were a heavy band, you could say a heavy metal band, who didn't follow those rules. Mm. They clearly didn't fit, but they were so good that they transcended not fitting. Truth. Again, unique. What a unique band. Yeah. Thank goodness. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That's what they call a bar, ladies and gentlemen. And these guys were really poets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they like to push the week around. This one's called Deer Dance. Deer Dance. Deer, yeah, deer dance. Deer dance. Do deers dance? In some cultures, there are deer dances where dancers will perform dressed as a deer. In this song, the deer dance could be seen as the peaceful protests that are met with force, like a hunter taking aim at a trophy buck. Well, there, there was definitely some chaos when this album came out. I don't know if you remember the national publicity this band got when they dropped this album, although. Some would say maybe it wasn't the greatest publicity, but they also say any publicity is good publicity. publicity. Yes, yeah, damn right. Toxicity uh, had a, a bunch of controversial incidents, one being a riot that ensued at a concert in Hollywood. So now they had come out with their mixtape that was a big hit in Hollywood. Then they came out with their first album, which had a couple of songs that ended up nationally charting. Now people know about them. They're unique. And now they have their second album, the one we're listening to now, Toxicity. The night before it comes out, they're throwing like a record launch party at one of the clubs in Hollywood. And I guess somehow there were some tickets that got printed that weren't official tickets. And people showed up that didn't have tickets. And so it was chaos. So the security ends up, or the promoter says, we can't do the concert because somehow too many tickets to this concert got sold and so the band's not playing tonight because it's just we can already tell we're gonna have problems these people are fired up and they're there's too many of them and now we can't fit them all in the club so we're not letting the band play because well because it could get out of control so what happens it gets out of control because now people are pissed off because the band's not playing right right if you watch the footage i highly suggest you go to youtube if you get a chance and look up the riots, the six-hour riots in Hollywood after this concert gets canceled because there's too many people. 
So that I guess you, if you watch the video, I've seen it. They're like taking the stacks of speakers and they're throwing them and breaking them. They're kicking down doors. They're breaking windows. They're fighting in the streets. They're bringing down street signs. And it ended up making national news. You know, the national news is covering these riots in Hollywood. Well, why are they rioting? This band, System of a Down, coming out with an album. <laughs> so what does it do? That's what really uh, a lot of people say helped catapult this album. You know, rock and roll loves a nice insurrection. Loves a nice riot. They, they want. They thought the Kings won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah right. It's not hockey season. So this band put on. They had a riot, and then something similar happened at another event too. They were scheduled to perform, and it was canceled because it was an overcrowded show, and people were concerned that it was going to get out of control. So the promoter cancels it. Same thing. Guards got beaten up. The backstage got ripped apart. The stage got ripped apart. So two times during the promotion of this album, riots broke out. Yeah, I can kind of understand that. <laughs> I mean, music, music definitely can get you to be violent, right? And a lot of times hip-hop gets that rap. Like, ah, hip-hop and people are violent. But as you can see, it isn't really a – it's the music, really. Yep. Cause I, think about Johnny Cash and some of the shit yeah. that he said back in the day, and motherfuckers like, "I'm gonna go kill that bitch tonight." I yeah. taste whiskey. It's less about the type of people or the culture of the music. It's that mu- It's that fuck. You know, if that music can get you, get your emotion, and then that uh, you hear the beat and the. I think it all falls down or falls back into like the desperation of people who feel oppressed or you know people who feel like they're being fought against sure 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 yeah Mm -hmm. this song is called x by the way well it can be and it can be a peaceful outlet which is good you know you know people don't always get violent when they listen to music 99.9 percent of the time they do not you do i do not now this song right here (laughs) that's the best mosh pit music i've ever heard in my life so i've I've never understood this music well this song you've ever been a mosh pit in a mosh pit rainbow this song should help you understand it a little bit rainbow i have been in a rage against the machine mosh pit really a real one no shit yep how was it there was terrifying knocked the hell out there was behind it was behind us people were getting sucked into it and getting beat up and <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. He's about to do uh, his wake hold up on. thing, isn't he? Yeah, this is it. Framo, oh, yeah, check this, this out. Goes Listen. hard as fuck. You'll you'll understand in a matter of moments. This song goes so hard. Wake up, wake up. Rush and put a little makeup. I just the fade away the shakeup. Watch you leave the keys up on the table. Here you go, create another table. You yeah, wanted man. to. Being in a room of people who love to. this kind of music when a song like this goes off is it can be terrifying. It can be because they're it goes. on they're on they're jumping off the stage, stage diving. So now they're on top of you. So you got to keep your hands up. There's a mosh pit behind you. We were pressed against the stage. Awesome. It goes from zero to a thousand in a matter of nanoseconds. It goes like what the fuck? I've Dude. heard this song before. Yeah, especially in this part, they just oh, yeah, go. I've great. heard this song oh before. Oh my god, yeah. Dude. Now you, you said, Ramo, you were going to look up the meaning behind this song. I know there's some, okay, some so lines from the Bible in this, this song is, as well. Um, Well, what the, the I guess the clip that I was reading um, didn't really mention too much about the Bible. There were some um, verses in there where they were speaking about suicide and things like that and this song actually had gotten removed 
from Clear Channel, uh, almost like a band, quote unquote band, and they felt like it made them more popular, made the song more popular, even though a lot of people thought it would do something different. But it really doesn't mean what a lot of people believe thinks. It's really talking about suicide, and <clears throat> the name of it's Chop Suey. Well, he got that name from watching like the old gangster movies from the 20s and there they would always say oh we're gonna turn him into chop suey so he thought he, he you know it was just a lazy like whole thing about it that just kind of came about but the song is actually like he was writing it and made it and it was essentially about how he noticed how even in death people can be so judgmental towards each other and example he gave if somebody died in a car accident people would be like oh man that's sad that's so sad that's terrible that should never happen but if somebody dies in a car accident and they were drunk right then people they change the narrative yeah, you yeah. know what i'm saying and it's like it shouldn't be like that you know right. it's, that's that's a bad part of us that the know, shitty we part don't of see humans it. yeah yeah that's important to say if anybody is thinking about harming themselves or anything like that don't do it but dial 988 on your phone that's a suicide hotline number so if you are have some crazy thoughts or whatever dial 988 and there's somebody 24 hours to be there with you so you don't do anything harmful to yourself yeah oh, that's good info yeah Definitely. So i think that's important that single there chop suey got them their first grammy nomination that oh, song was word. grammy nominated oh yeah it was their biggest song it's really good very good it's the only song of theirs I've recognized as of yet. I think what about this one? I think you'll, uh, this one's <laughs> called Bounce. Bounce. Nope. There's a couple other ones on here that I think that you'll be like, oh, I know that song. Yeah, I think you're going to recognize Ariel's later yeah, in the album. Yeah, Ariel's Shimmy. Toxicity's a good yeah, one. Toxicity. Shimmy, Shimmy, y'all. Yeah. I have a clip here from the, their lead singer. I think maybe you'll understand more why he sounds a little angry when he sings. Uh, but here's a clip of him. A little? talking about his grandparents fleeing Turkey uh, during that Armenian suicide uh, genocide. Um, all my grandparents were survivors of the genocide and at times wouldn't be able to talk about it out of the pain that they suffered. Um, but, you know, it's my closest link to a family tree. Word. I think that's where he got some of this uh, anger off. Word. Respect. They're fucking killing it, man. This album is incredible. Like incredible, and then obviously if this is your first time hearing it. Like Rainbow, hopefully you ain't enjoying you ain't enjoying it right now, and you you know it's giving you like not making you want to do something crazy. But like, yo, these lyrics is dope. Like you know, like Rainbow's been saying and whatnot. You know, and just enjoying something totally different. Well, I think what people need to understand is there's a lot more meaning to what he's trying to say than what he's actually saying. Right. And you gotta understand that. Talk to him. I'm trying to. I'm trying to understand. This uh, album covers all kinds of big political items, one being the CIA and the environment around the CIA. There's police brutality talk in this album, talking about drug addiction. They talk about groupies in this album. Sure. Also, mass incarceration. We heard that in the first song. Mm-hmm. Yep. This song's called Forest. This is a really fun song, man. Like, if you just check out the lyrics and this shit, it's really cool, but it, this is a very fun song if you want to work out to, run to, 
smoke to this, obviously, I would I would highly encourage to do that as well. You're smoking the shit out of that cigarette. Give me another one. Whole pack's gone now. Yeah, this song's great. Almost nursery rhyme like. So you had asked me, Gentry, what uh, definition of toxicity is? Yes. What is the definition of toxicity? So basically, the definition is just the act of being toxic, right? The quality of being toxic or poisonous. Toxicity means you are toxic. You have toxicity. And the level of toxicity is how toxic you are, you understand. That's what it is. That's what the definition says here. You used to have a lot of toxicity in you, Tomcat. But oh, I was always toxic. Mostly it was uh, Crown Royal, the toxin. Yeah, <laughs> Crown is, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah, whatever else I got my hands yeah. on. Yeah. The quality, it says number two, the definite de- noun. It's a noun. The quality of being very harmful or unpleasant, that was me, in a pervasive or insidious way. Still you. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Now I'm just toxic. Maybe it wasn't the alcohol. <laughs> so is uh, so is Britney Spears. I'm starting to see more connections with Tomcat. Why? Yeah. Well, Britney Spears, you tramp did dress. You, you have tramp stamp that matches hers. Plus, you danced around with knives he did. with you your did. shirt off. He had a I did that for you guys only. That was very that was weird. For you guys. Very off putting. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't like how you said that. You just Same did it for us. I don't guys. know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so check this out, right? So you had wanted me to uh, figure out how they got the name System of a Down. And it was a poem from one of the, the guys, uh, Darren, and the poem was called Victims of a Down. So I'm going to read y'all the first two paragraphs of this poem, and then you tell me if y'all want me to keep reading more. So okay, it starts, ready? Stop. I was going to shut your ass up. <laughs> Paragraphs? <laughs> Goddamn, how long is this poem? <laughs> I haven't even started. <laughs> there, go. You mean quatrain? <laughs> As the century nears its formidable end, our global experience of universal proportions predicted by many greats will arrive at our solar system to our system of a down. That's the first one. So hence the name. There you go. System of a down. Authoritarian oppression, family abuse, depression caused by conformity, and economic devastation with a neutral and technological terrorism in the times of complete chaos. So that's the first two. That's crazy. Yeah, go ahead and finish because I got to flip the record here in a second anyway. All right, cool. So then it says, control will never again be gained by toleration will become extinct. A husband quarreling with his wife will not think twice or regret his bullet, his spent bullet. Hungry children will not spare the grocer. So I don't know how y'all can just decipher that however you want to. That is, where is that? That's, that was written by Darren Malakin, who is the lead guitar player for the band. Yeah, that's and there's more, but you know what? You can look it up if you want to. But that's They did a lot of drugs, didn't they? I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't I, hear a whole I, lot about yeah, that with I, these guys. I, I, I don't, don't want to put that on them. I mean, you know, they could be like choir boys or some shit, and this is the music well, they put out. They definitely smoke pot. Well, I hope so. Yeah. yeah How do you know that? Because it says on this uh, says on the internet. Yeah, on this. Well, on this story about right on your the, song, the song that we were yeah. talking about. <laughs> well, I bet they would love a nice fast meal that's I mean, ready in two minutes or less. So. Agreed. So do I. This episode is being brought to you by Factor Meals. Forget the frantic lunch preps and rushed dinners. Yeah. Factor's two-minute meals are a secret weapon in the new year. You can fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals, all delivered right to your door. 
We're going to be eating some factor meals right after this show. It's, Beautiful. Yes. It's become a routine. We do the show. We eat our factor meals. Delicious. That is amazing. And I love the fact that you get a nice variety. They'll send you an Italian dish. They'll send you yeah. a nice piece of chicken. They'll, yeah, they'll it's also good stuff, too. Send you chicken some, or chicken. Well, Memphis, for whatever reason, he loves the Mexican. I do, man. I, I love that Mexican dish. Yeah, yeah. You, you, would think, really good. you would think it would be Ramo, but no. Oh. <laughs> wrong, Brown. Offensive. Wrong, Brown. Yeah, yeah, wrong, Brown. Wrong, Brown. Get your hands on a factor meal. Head to factormeals.com slash DVB50. Use our code DVB50 to get that 50% off. That's code DVB50 at factormeals.com slash DVB50 and get your 50% off. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's roll on here. Listening to System of a Down, the album is Toxicity. And I'm a big fan of their lead singer. He's an interesting guy. Serge. Serge Tankian. I have a clip from him. Uh, You'll find out a little more about him. Talks about his early days in America. You know, he was born in Beirut. Oh, wow. Uh, Three of the members, uh, I believe uh, three of the original members, were all born over in that part of the world. All went to, like as we said earlier in the show, all went to the same grade school. But Serge uh, talks about how he got his professional career started. Uh, when I got here, I spoke uh, mostly Armenian, a little English and uh, a little Arabic because I was born in Lebanon. I started playing music while I was in university. Then I started getting, you know, joined a band and still not very seriously. Graduated university with a bachelor's in marketing, created a software company and ran a software company for years. I did many interesting things. I even ran a car wash while I was in uh, university. While he was at university. Was he in Canada? From Canada? No. He's from uh, Beirut, Lebanon. That's how they talk in Canada. Eh? They do a little bit. Yeah. When I go to university. Yeah, but they... not a university. But Europeans talk like that. That's how Europeans call it, too. They call it university, too. So... It is. No, I'm kidding. I just noticed it. Very intriguing. I like this song right here. This is... Is this uh, Air Trees... Watering animals. Interesting, because I, I have never heard this song before, but I'm I'm liking this one. Yeah, I can see where Rick Rubin saw this band and was like, "What in the fuck is going on here?" I love it. It is very unique. This, oh, yeah. this band. There's a lot of metal bands that inspired this band i know that one member loved the kit band kiss uh, as far as surge goes he, he loved the band bgs the bgs yeah acdc yeah. was one of them uh they're they also um liked metallica slayer these bands all inspired 
this band. I also hear, like I said earlier, they remind me a little of Queen. Yeah. How they just don't fit the mold of your typical rock band. Don't fit the mold of your typical metal band. And of course, you hear the Armenian influence in this band as well. That was cool. I like the little roll. That dude sounds very angry. That's metal, baby. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is this shit is good, man. God dang. I mean, for, especially for a live show, it, there's nothing like the energy. <laughs> Nothing like getting your ass kicked in the middle of a song. That's or you will do. You fucking will do. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look up and see if, I'm they not gonna lie. if they going on tour this summer because I would like to go see them live, but from a safe distance in, a, in the box yeah, you can or be something in, like that. You don't got to be up in the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm going to be in the front Facebook live that shit. See, oh, see what you can find, Memphis, but I will right tell now. you about this band. They went their separate ways in 2005, and then... It seemed like there might have been a little bit of a tiff or a difference in philosophy between some band members. Really? Because creatively, they were together for 12, 15 years or so together as a band. And then they kind of went their separate ways. One of the guys ended up starting his own band and then brought the drummer with him. And so people were speculating that they weren't getting along. And there were some truths to that. Then they came back and did an album in 2010 and then we didn't hear from them for like 10 years where they didn't do anything together until 2020 when the pandemic pandemic was going on. They did come in the studio and record a couple of new songs, which were really good songs. But they never toured. And as far as I know, they're not going back well, out on tour. Well, here's, here's what I got. So they are doing one show this year so far, and it's sold out. And I'm like angry. April 27th, the Las Vegas uh, Festival Grounds. They doing a show out there and it's completely sold out. Like, oh yeah, they, they, I'm reading. They said when they announced that they were going to do this show, it sold out in like mere minutes. And I'm they, like, so they do have. I was going. I wonder if it's going to be all the members of the band. Probably so. I would hope so. I mean, I'm on a site and it's all four original members are still on here. So, so I'm assuming that it will be. Well, there was a the drummer who initially started with him. His real name is Antronik, I think, but they, everybody called him Andy. He was with the band from 94 to 97. Then he ended up leaving the band and got in another band called the Apex Theory, which, you know, who? Don't sound, don't sound fun at all. They replaced him just before they met Rick Rubin. They replaced him with this John Dolmian or something is how you say his name. John the drummer. He's the drummer that has been with them through this big success. But they did have a different drummer when they first started out. Interesting. Didn't that happen with? Uh, I bet he's kicking himself in the wasn't ass. Wasn't it? Huh? Was it Queen or uh, what? Who? What? It was another band that we did, and they had an extra member, and they had to kick him out, or somebody left. The Beatles. That's. Was it the that, Beatles? It didn't happen. It was somebody with the Beatles. else. Wasn't it like uh, Queen or? Uh, no, who, there's been a there's been a few many, bands that bands band members end up leaving, and then next thing you know, right the, before, was it like you two or somebody like other Stones or something. Yep, it was one of them. This is why you should listen to our shows too. 
We don't remember. Yeah, we don't remember you half the time. But you can hit us up and send us comments and stuff like Memphis, your dumbass. It was episode like 38 or something with this band. Like, all right, cool. I appreciate you. Oh, dude, this song is so dope, too. This is Shimmy. Have you heard this one, Raymo? Never. You ever heard Shimmy? Never. One thing I really like about this band, too, as I did my research on them, is each member of the band brought a key element to the table. Serge being the unique singer and a great frontman, unique frontman. Then you had Darren, who was introduced to music very early. Uh, he learned how to play guitar at a very young age. He was lead guitarist and wrote a lot of the songs. Then you had Shabo, who was the bass player, who used to direct uh, skating videos. Remember back in the early 90s, late 80s, everybody was wanting to be skaters? Yep. yep. Oh, I was there. He, he, used, he still does it. He used to uh, make these skater videos, Shabo, their, their bass player, and they were really kick-ass skate videos. So they claim that as the band evolved and they would make music videos, Shavo was a big part of directing and being there to help direct the music videos, which we all know the power music videos can have for bands. And he would also help with the album artwork. Like So Shavo is like the artist, the video direction, the stage design. Darren's the songwriter, the great musician. Serge is the unique front man. And then add John, the new drummer. His dad was a saxophone player. He was kicked ass and so everybody had a vibe everybody had a job and then here you get this great band yeah system of an out and this is the the title song toxicity that's toxicity toxicity am i saying trying to say it too like am i trying to make it harder than what it is like tomcat Probably. said you just don't look at it it's toxicity toxicity damn it it's got that extra eye in there yeah, that can that's throw you off get tox- so should i toxicity 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 it's got it like almost sounds like an s it is it sounds like an toxicity s. okay okay oh okay, yeah. there it is toxicity yeah yes yeah. this was another single yes. off the album you haven't heard i want to tell me Raymond, when you begin in this song tell me how you how you feel how does it make you feel Singing will probably help you do it. Toxicity. Toxicity. Silence and sleep. Oh, I'm so toxic. Toxic. Disorder. How do you feel, Raymond? What are you thinking? Toxic. I feel lost. You, you, you've never <laughs> heard just, this song? I, I don't understand this music. <laughs> I don't. I just cannot. Is I mean, I will say this. He said I cannot answer. With the I will say this. I've heard that one. I can tell that this is exactly what they were getting at. Like it doesn't sound. What do you mean? Bad. What they're getting at? This is what they wanted to put out there. Right. This was their idea. This was their vision of the songs. I can see that. Like, they're performing it with everything. Like, it sounds good. I just don't understand the music. I don't get it. So are we- Like, you don't understand the arrangement, or you don't understand the lyrics, or what don't you understand? Just, it's entirety. 
I don't. I don't. I. We trying, know, the, man. We trying to get you there, Rainbow. We trying to get yeah, you yeah, there, no, man. No, I'm there. I'm there. Trust I, me. I know what I'm talking about. I just. I don't. But you're not talking about I, anything. Not I, this music. No, no. I am. I'm saying I don't understand. Like the music, way, like, like the, what do you think of these guitar riffs right the now? The way it's See, I hear, I, I think I, I hear just, multiple bands in them. Yeah, right, totally. sure, for sure. sure. And the, the way that they sing, but then they, he raps, and then it's so tight. Like the, the instruments are so tight when they go do 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 do. That's all the so instruments, precise. like yeah. at the same I, time. I, bah, 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 I, bah, bah, bah. I understand what's going on there. Sure, I just don't understand the music, the genre of music. So, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, I guess musically it doesn't make sense to me. I can see you in the mosh pit right now, right now. I can see, I, you know what, I think if Rainbow, if you saw this live, you'd be like, you still feel Stage the way dive. you feel, but you'd be like, okay, I get it. I don't, I get it, but I don't get it. No, I, I, I mean, I, I can understand how somebody else would like it, right. and I would knock them for it. It but sounds, you see how the I, be, like I feel sure. that way about yeah. 100%. 100%. So Ron Brown. But then you call it 100%, but, but. What I'm saying is, I just for me, it just doesn't it doesn't resonate with me. Like I can't listen to it and be like, "Oh my God, that was awesome!" Like it just does not do that for me. I can appreciate it for what it is, and gotcha. they sound great. I just it ain't my vibe. Like, I got you. Just, I got you. I got you. You know, sonically, you. it just doesn't. Well, don't kill my vibe, okay? Because I'm enjoying. <laughs> I like. I mean, it's cool. This is psycho. I have a clip here from Darren Malakin. He is uh, the lead guitar player and uh, creative mastermind for the band System of a Down. Here he is talking about his love for the music and how it all started. This music to me has been with me all my life. I mean, I would always beg my parents to get me an instrument until I was 12 years old, though they finally got me a guitar. But I would always beg for drums, but uh, they finally got me a guitar. And at the time, I was very into like metal and you know, Metallica and Slayer. And so I would just listen to the albums and uh, learn how to play the songs by listening. Along the way, I learned that you know I would uh, I would write my own songs and uh, at age 14 or 13 or 14 I started wow. writing my own song so he wanted drums but his parents said the drums nah we're not getting drums as we have drums set here in the studio they're loud yeah. they make a lot of noise they thought you know what we'll get him a guitar and a small little amp and he won't be able to make that much noise little did they know yeah, yeah. <laughs> For He's sure. got the garage door open in the middle of the night, just shredding and shit. I think this is toxicity right here. Oh, no, no, no. No, this, this isn't toxicity. Ariel, toxicity uh, was the We one already one heard we toxicity. Did. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one Number, I know that, and I never heard it before. Well, it just seems like it because there's... This is not toxicity. You're strong. Now, this well, is this is the third to the third to the last track, and uh, third to the last this track This one's is, called Psycho. Okay. Next is Ariel's, which I think we're all going to recognize. It's it was my the number one hit for them. on this album. There must Ariel's be a bonus home. track on here then. Uh, bonus, got, all right. You got Arto. No, I'm looking at the record, and there's another groove after the next song. Wait, 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 maybe it's like a little thing that they did or something like oh, a like skit. A, like a reprise or something? Some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, after Ariel's, there's another track called Arto, which uh, is uh, two minutes long. Hmm. It's not on. It's not listed on the actual record. Yeah, so that, it is probably a bonus track yeah. back when they released the album. Cool. And I think I think Ardo, Ardo, if I remember correctly, is like it's just like real kind of chill. I could be wrong, but I think it's kind of chill. See, something like this, I definitely can vibe to a little yeah. more. All right, see, there you go. 
This is a little more. Okay. Until he sucks. This. And then he yells. And is then Raymond won't like it. Is it because well, it has even, like. I think even that point isn't too abrupt. Right. For my senses. You know, this song reminds me of if I heard this in the late 80s, it'd be like, I would still like it. That's the feel for this song. I, I feel like I should be smoking copious amounts of marijuana right now. Well, we can, I thought you always feel like that, right? I do, I do, but this song in particular. We can, we can remedy that situation, not at the present moment, but shortly <laughs> thereafter, we can fix that. No, I definitely know. <laughs> if there was a song in the album I had to pick that I liked, this one so far. What about Chop Suey? Chop Suey all day for me. It's cool. It's my, just a bit abrupt for me. I like, like Chop Suey, but, but this next one, I'll this abrupt next you one is by far my favorite song. Good. I'll abrupt you in your butt. So you might like this hey. song. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> so, hey, Raymo. Yeah, I'm just making sure you guys are paying attention. Yeah, I bet. Raymo, so I think if you like that last song, I really think you will like this one. Okay. This song. This song went to number one on rock radio, I know. Really? It's Big so song. So maybe I did hear it then. I just don't know that I've heard you, you, it. This, this, well, it's just starting, so you don't know if you've heard it yet. Yeah. I don't know if I so, don't know if you've heard it. Here we go. I'm hearing something on that record. There's is a that long part of the ass song? hair hanging off yeah. the needle. What do you want to do? It's a, it's a, it's a record. Oh, yeah, I've boys. totally heard this. Yeah, we are the Vinyl Boys, ladies and gentlemen. So sometimes you'll get a hair on the needle on the record. Might be a puke. <laughs> Definitely Ramos' ass hair. <laughs> What's it doing on your record? That's well, not my record. That's not my record. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking it home with me, though. Gross. I totally heard this song. This isn't a bad song. I can feel. I feel this one. This one's not a bad song. Yeah, I remember this kind of from rock radio. You remember the video for this? No, but I remember the song for sure. You got to check out the video. It's like this little weird-looking kid, and this moment of the song, he's walking down Hollywood Boulevard with two badass chicks and shit, and they got their titties out and looking all good. He just walking like I'm cool as a motherfucker. This song is great. In the sky, when these sometimes we feel I like how on the album cover they got like the Hollywood sign, but it says "System of a Down" instead. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty. And cool. It looks real. You know, yeah, like it's a very, very cool album cover. Yeah. I'm going to find out somehow. I'm going to work this song in one of my sets. I got to do it. I've done it with Fall Out Boy, and I did it with Metallica. 
I gotta work this into one of my sets. I like BYOB. Oh, that, dude, don't that's start. On, that's off a different album, yeah, but is. that one uh, really can get a crowd going. Yeah, don't start with me. <laughs> Shit. And this is one of my favorite parts of the song, too. What a riff. Man, and then when he come back in... So I hear Ozzy Osbourne here. Don't you? Big time. Black Sabbath. I'm with you on that one. That's why I'm like, yo, if this is your first time outside of Rainbow hearing this album, and if you like rock music, I'm sure like you, you're discovering like us so many different artists that we like in this band. <coughs> Excuse me, in this band yeah. and whatnot. I, I heard like Blink 182. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, trying to think of that other Slayer. band that, I that Slayer. rocks out. Yeah. Kiss. A lot of influences, and like we said, Surge liked uh, Bee Gees. Saturday yeah. Night Fever was his shit. That Every his famous shit. angry white dude on yeah. earth. But if it, right his, his lyrics, I know I didn't These guys it. aren't white dudes, though. I know. They're, They're Armenian. Armenian. I know. Armenian. They're still angry. They're still angry. His lyrics have a little bit of soul in them, too, though. And if you remember the Bee Gees, Bee Gees had a lot of soul for some white guys. But they, they did. They, they oh, were I very, love the Bee Gees. They were very soulful, so Stay I can alive. understand it, because... Dude, the Bee Gees are the sh- Why don't we do their album? We should have we have we done a Bee Gees album? We nope. haven't done Saturday Night Fever. That would be a good one. Let's do it. We yeah. So oh, we here figured comes out this bonus track. Yeah, Arto. What is it? It's oh. name. It's named after an artist named Arto. That uh, it's it's. I can't oh. say his last name. I'm gonna try to pronounce this name. Pray with for me. After to- toxicity, I'm worried. boy, right Arto. What the <laughs> fuck is that? His name is. <laughs> Ardo Tunksy Boy Asian. He's an uh, Armenian American avant garde. Is that okay. how you say his last name for real? And he what does, does that mean? folk music and jazz know. music instrumentals. This is off that oh, new Andre like 3000 it. album. Yeah, it is. This See, one, now, I, this, this is Blue Sun. This right here is. I'm feeling this. Well, some, some other music that yeah, Surge man. was like uh, was Fair into was uh, you know what a sitar is? An Indian sitar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He loved listening to this guy Ravi Shankar, who would play the Indian sitar. That only that has five strings, doesn't yeah. it? That rhymes great. A sitar has five strings. I want to make a song with some sitar in Me it. Me too. They use it a lot in uh, country music too. A sitar? They, yeah. That's a guitar. I think that's no, an a mandolin. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> a mandolin. So what's the difference between a sitar and a guitar? Well, one, you sit down when you're playing it. A sitar sitar is wide, and it's uh, it's got different arrangements with the strings. I I got an image of it. How many strings are on it? And let's see here. Let me see. I never played a sitar, Ramo, unfortunately. The sitar's like hella big. Sitar looks like a big-ass key. Yeah, it's like this long as shit. It's like guitar meets, uh, what was the thing Weird Al used to play? Uh, How many strings are on it? Hmm. Well, it's more than five, it looked like. But then it's kinda, this What's the name of weird. that instrument? Like, Oh, accordion. Accordion. It's like an accordion okay. meets a guitar. What? A sitar. Let me see this. There's no, no keys yeah, on I it. it. I got it up right here. Check this out. That's it. Oh, shit. He's fucking playing that thing. A sitar. Yeah. I just got a wide neck on it. Don't it? Hey, yeah, somebody was playing that in uh, Aladdin, the movie. Yeah. yeah. You can get one on eBay right now for six hundred dollars. I think I see one at Bush Gardens. No, somewhere. You ready for the end? 
it was a band that was using one. Nice. That was it. Big finish. Was yeah, a lot of drums. That, that's it, man. They're very drummy. That, that, that sounds real chill, man. I like that one. That was real. Oh, like well, that was whatever. It I was know. cool for the, something like that to be at the end of that album. was yeah. really cool. That's the best. That's, that's so if you're like really high and that's the song you're coming down on. Yeah. And you listen to this album and you're coming you're like, down like, holy shit, I'm then, coming down real And you're good. also like, damn, I just killed my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking somewhere along the lines, paper acid was involved. Uh, possibly, yeah. You know, i never done it, but I can see. That strict nine of get you. I, under- <laughs> I got to say, doing this week's album, System of a Down, I coming off of this episode, loving this music even more, unlike when I did Sgt. Pepper's. Last week with the Beatles, I felt like that Beatles album, although interesting and I'm sure for the time was groundbreaking, and they're the Beatles, so there's a lot of history there, but I really like this album a lot more. You know what? To kind of... I was thinking that and didn't really want to say it because I didn't want to rag on the Beatles, but that's all the way I felt about the Beatles album and compared to the newer rock. But it, that is what led to this. Screw that. I rag on the Beatles because y'all knew <laughs> I didn't want to do the album in the first place and y'all trapped me into doing it. But Rainbow, how you feel about like this album is how I felt about Sgt. Pepper. Because I, like, I just don't get the Beatles. Like I just didn't get it. Like and They had a couple songs. They have a like, lot of songs the Beatles like, have okay, that I do like. I do like, like a lot of Beatles songs, but the Sgt. Pepper's, they were getting very experimental, and it, the, I think the LSD was really kicking in. Sure. You, you know yeah, what? There I were was some thinking odd uh, songs to that. myself. I think it was yesterday on my way home, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? I would prefer to listen to the Rolling Stones versus the Beatles, and I know oh, we had discussed that anytime. when we did, when we did yes. uh, Let It Bleed. Well, I know? think the Beatles are a little bit before our time as far as, like, senses of music. They were very... Uh, Early sixties, yeah, I think mid sixties, late sixties. Right, they were the sixties. Yeah, music but would you wasn't... would you sit down and listen to a Beatles album right now? Never, no. But well, we, not, did, not, we did not, last week. Not, yeah, yeah, well, not, I mean, we not did. outside of here. <laughs> I would not. Um, but, but I would listen to a Supremes album or a Temptations album. They were on. the I same I definitely time. would, but I wouldn't listen to this. Yeah. What about System of a Down? You listen to another one of their albums? Um, not the entire album, but I definitely was feeling a couple of their songs was pretty good. Uh, especially obviously the ones that got radio play mm-hmm. they made more sense to me obviously I mean that goes without saying it probably made sonically more sense to everybody but you know some of the stuff on this was ooh. so that kind of goes into my idea about the B-sides because there are songs on this album that didn't blow up as much as the ones that we know but are just as good we can work that into the B-side sure yeah new show we are working on behind the scenes the b-side where we may start doing some 45s with the a-side and the b-side but more focusing on the b-side of things we'll be catching you on the flip side of things uh on our next episode if i can get the bg saturday night fever album we could do that one i also have a beethoven album which obviously was not recorded uh when beethoven was alive because well it wasn't invented yet but it is all the songs that he composed, and I got a double album set of Beethoven. I figure if you wanted to go back to some of the originators of creating and composing music, we could listen to some Beethoven. We can do some Bee Gees. A lot of different albums. If you want to give us any suggestions, just follow us on one of the social medias. You can find us on the Podcast Playground and let us know what album you would like to hear Dem Vinyl Boys do next. We're brought to you by Factor Meals. Make sure you get that deal at factormeals.com slash vinyl. Save 50%. 
In the meantime, Happy New Year. Keep the needle in the groove. Keep it groovy. We are gone, and we'll see you back next week on Them Vinyl Boys. Peace out, everybody. Yeah. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.